The deal is this. <laughs> tell you when I was a kid, the red dropper and turn wheels and all this wheel. <laughs> tell you when I was a kid, the red dropper and turn wheels and all this wheel. Wheel, 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 wheel. They are pissed. Wheel, 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 wheel. They are pissed. Time we finish this, you're all gonna be practicing magicians. I'm Jeremy Greer. And I'm Gary Butterfield. And this is Days of Future Cast, the podcast where Gary and I talk about X-Men. Uh we are in mm-hmm. the middle of uh Arc and the new X-Men. I'm struggling to open my iPad while I'm talking, so I don't have to <laughs> Assault on Weapon Plus. That is the uh, arc. I'll, I'll take over, buddy. Uh we're doing part three or four of Assault on Weapon Plus. Nice. Which uh I finally got ahead and read the rest of the arc. And I think if, if we're looking at just the Grant Morrison stuff in this, not the last two issues by Chuck Austin, uh, then th- this is the worst arc in the series, I think. Wow. Uh, okay. Yeah, I think so. Like, some people are like the last arc. I actually like the last arc. Uh-huh. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be the, the brave Iconoclast. Like, I, I, I was reading it again. I'm like, I kind of like it. Uh, this one, I think, is the worst one, though. Um, what, do, what do you think is the worst? Um, if not this. Man, I'm, I'm I'm having a I'm trying to figure out why you think this is the worst. Like this is extremely like serviceable. Like I thought kind of there's some real questionable art thing that happens, but the idea of the world and everything I think is really good. It's like, super. What's, what's I, th- the, I think it's an underdeveloped thing. For is me. that what it is? Okay. Yeah. Like I love the world, and then there's a reveal in the fourth issue, the the next one, next episode, which I think is exceedingly cool. When I say worst, it should be through the caveat that I love this run. It's my favorite run of X Men of all time. Yeah. So like you know, worst still means you know, readable. <laughs> so you just need um, to, you just need to shit on something for, in a podcast. Is that what I'm hearing? Is that what <laughs> yes, that's, that's, you got my number, man. The, uh, I'm going to go leave a one star review for this podcast. My co-host is always too naked. <laughs> Starting reviews with my co-host is very funny. Like, uh, that's, a, that's a really good I idea. Am, I am surprised you and will have not done that for, I know you don't I, reviews, I, but like you said, you should go ahead it. and re- review everything that got me right now and like wait for well, him I'm, to see that. <laughs> I'm going to now. Like it's a funny and he doesn't listen to this show. So that's going to be great. Like it'll be a nice surprise for him. <laughs> so I don't think he'll listen to this show. He might. Who knows? Um, it, so this is, I mean, I still think this is pretty good, but I do think it's probably the weakest. Um, even though there are amazing ideas in it. I wish it was like six hour, six issues long and had a different art team. I um, um I do wish it was longer. Uh, as far as the worst art goes, uh, the next arc after this one, I think, is is some of my least favorite stuff. And we'll get into the why, Mark like, Silvestri stuff. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that that's interesting. Yeah, we'll we'll get in. Uh, we'll get into that for so, sure. Um. Yeah. So I guess to catch everybody up, uh, we have been following Cyclops and Logan and Phantom X into the world ostensibly to find out information about Logan's past, but also to locate weapon 15 weapon XV uh, and Mm -hmm. try to prevent him from destroying all mutant kind and going nuts. Uh, As we start this issue uh, time in the world has been frozen. 
So that, that's something yes. that the world can do. Uh, the, the world is basically a experimental laboratory that allows them to like jump through mill- millennia worth of evolutionary steps in a heartbeat if they wanted to. It's nuts in yep. there, Gary. It's crazy. It's, it's, it's crazy. <laughs> it is super nuts. There are tons of ideas about this. This this does feel like this whole arc feels a little bit like a vertigo pitch that like Grant Morrison couldn't get green lighted to me or something that like kind of got stuck into the X-Men. Um, you know, cause they're, they're really cool ideas here. Initially, you know, the way this opens up, like the action between what happened in the last issue and this one is a little bit hazy, but like, you know, individual images of this and ideas are actually pretty cool. Like I love the opening page of this, um, even from an art perspective, like I like, I'm a, I'm a Chris Piccolo apologist generally, even though I don't think this is his best work. Um, I like this double page spread of like just a weird stiff profile shot of this gigantic like mega man boss. Yes. Uh frozen in time. Uh and these are these things are called car cops, which is when you put a whale brain uh to drive around a like robocop mech. Yes. Uh to do law. That's rad as hell. That is good. Um, that is good stuff. Yeah. Except I mean except you made it a cop. Like you should just let this thing just be an evil guy, not a cop, but <laughs> Yeah. Well the the weird world's going to have cops cuz it's it's bad. Yes, um, and, yeah. and the design on this looks just like you said. You said Mega Man boss and and RoboCop, and that nails the aesthetic that we're going for. Like you see an exposed brain with a bunch of wires. It has long medical tentacles that end with fleshy eyes. Which like, let me just gobble all of that up. <laughs> let me just take this aesthetic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's good. Um, so this is this is Phantom X and, and Cyclops uh, walking through, um, and kind of again just kind of doing exposition here. Catching up, uh, you know, more stuff on the world, which again is one of the reasons, uh, you know, the things of this arc is I feel like this should have been in the first issue uh, of this arc, you know, kind of explaining some of this stuff. Um, you know, they, they've they've hinted at it before, but they're they're hinting at it more uh, here. The kind of twin things here is explain the world, like they can speed up time to uh, do artificial evolution, and that Cyclops does not have his groove back, like he cannot use his powers right now. Yeah um that's you know, what that is did, did they ever explain why that's that is like because i've read ahead today too and i i just they don't ever talk about why unless i missed it and like there's it's real easy to in this issue specifically like there's things that are going on in the art that they aren't talking about and they don't say yes. that they're doing and it's really difficult to figure out what some of that is because of how busy it is but like they never ever mention like oh you can't use your powers because you're sexually frustrated or because your your wife broke up with you or whatever it is like i guess that's kind of hinted at yeah. from the very first issue but we don't know and it seems kind of weird not to well and when it goes away it just goes away yeah like the the next time he uses uh his powers like there's not really any discussion about it like yes he's like letting loose and he talks about how he's like no longer feeling repressed and his powers come out but they don't really draw an underline or under it what if they think that the idea is i think you're right though i think that's the idea what if it's just like you have, like every time you have a hangover, you can't use your powers anymore, right? <laughs> what if you just wake up and you're like, oh God, I feel like shit and I can't fly anymore. Why did I drink all that tequila? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good reason to stop drinking. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, like if I could, if I couldn't fly when I was hungover, I mean, I, I, that's basically what happens to me now, except instead of fly, it's walk. Like <laughs> yeah, I, I, hangovers are so horrible to me now that I uh, avoid them pretty 
pretty strenuously because they get way worse as you get older. Yeah. Instead of losing my um, superpowers, I lose the ability to be a person for about yeah, eight yeah. hours solid. Like the only person I get to is Autumn. <laughs> and she's usually in the exact same spot I am, which is great. So we yeah. can, we can I, I, reminisce I, I together. Lo- <laughs> I lose the ability, the superpower of being away from the bathroom for more than an hour at a stretch. <laughs> you know, <laughs> which is a superpower I take for granted. Hey, Gary, we're uh, we're both turning 40 this year. Uh, I Hell think yeah. that's going to be that's that's that, that's going to be a permanent uh, debuff to us. <laughs> yeah. <that's gonna> be <laughs> yep. Hey, Sigmoid, Sigmoidoscopy, bro. Uh, that's the mod that you need us. for your uh your um darkest dungeon playthrough it's the one that where one oh, of your yeah. party members has to run to the bathroom every four steps <laughs> you can you can get uh get the the trots and the runs and stuff in that game like, you can get God. that as a disease like so it's like you'll you'll be just there and you'll you'll uh like a, a, a clam will hit you really hard and it'll be like the runs <laughs> what the fuck dude <laughs> wait are you talking about dark souls one or darkest dungeon because i think both of those darkest are... dungeon yeah you, you, unfortunately there's no there's no the runs in dark souls uh get on an iron pineapple make a make a comedy video sure about that um cyclops is basically saying like hey i can still be effective because i'm a trained x-men and they're just like, yeah, martial, you know, Phantom X is not buying it. Like martial arts and a commanding voice is not going to carry the day here. Uh, we're up to serious shit. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, and then like we continue this conversation and uh, I, I like this because it's Scott kind of standing up for Logan, who is MIA in, in the first few pages of this and then just shows up without like, I, I thought like, where's Logan at? But like, he's just went ahead a little bit. Um, yeah. But he's basically telling Phantom X like, hey, I'm here to watch logan's back because i don't trust you and i figured like you're going to be just like everybody else in his life and just try to use them as this indestructible beast when reality Mm -hmm. it's taken him years to put himself together and to regain his dignity and i don't want him to lose that just because like you have a wild hair up your ass and i think that's like it's it's so insightful of scott and it's like such a we've talked a lot about his and wolverine's friendship and i guess now in like the current canon it's implied that him and gene and wolverine are like a poly couple thing which is really weird to me really yeah (laughs) Huh. <laughs> um it came up because the powers of 10 thing i guess there's a diagram in one of the hawksbox issues and like their three bedrooms are connected where nobody else's are and then um somebody in the slack channel and forgive me i can't remember who it was kind of said that it's also being implied in some of the post hawksbox stuff which i find fascinating but whatever um huh yeah huh is the way to respond to that um yeah <laughs> but I, I just i just we've talked a lot about him them being kind of grudging friends but that have a, a respect for one another uh, but don't necessarily like each other that much and i it's just really like I, it, it's played it's played very well like this 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 oh, all yeah. this writing is very good to me yeah grant morrison master of characterization like when he wants to be you know like th- this is the best that wolverine and scott's relationship has ever been yes in my opinion um you know regardless of how much they fuck in the current comics like i think i think this is their 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 uh closest you know uh phantom x is basically like saying like you know the reason why i'm doing this you know i think that what happens here might kill him he's no good to me dead so i'm not telling him everything like scott's basically saying just tell him what you know uh and uh and that's something that doesn't quite pay off as well as uh as we want it to either you know in terms of things from this arc that are set up yeah like we're gonna we're gonna get to where like wolverine finds out what he finds out but it doesn't seem like it's that revelatory to me uh when we get there no. And of course, yeah. like when you fast forward a couple of years when they actually do those issues and you see the origin of Wolverine, like it's it kind of comes off as just like a just like a wet fart, basically. Like it's like, yeah. oh, okay, cool. I guess you guys Origi- did a story. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, Origins is a horrible comic. Wolverine <laughs> Origins. 
Um, so, so Phantom X is basically saying how, uh, you know, talking about what happened with the, with the world or again, like the human species is dying. Their hope lies in a, a machine fusion, uh, and a program sustained mutant extermination. So the idea here is that they're creating, uh, people to kill mutants, which we know, but it's humanity explicitly doing it, mm-hmm. uh, to kill this. Uh, and he talks about how, uh, people become sentient here. Um, you know, you're told that you're like basically in the center of the earth, like nothing beyond the the glass dome. It's just rock uh, here. Um, and he reads a little diary from Weapon 13, who is the one in the tunnel uh, who, you know, fucked with Madrox and killed, uh, you know, uh, what's her head? Black Star or Dark Star. There we go. Uh, killed her, <laughs> which is like interesting. Like, oh, like they shouldn't have made me so smart or I might have believed them. Yeah. Like basically this is getting out of control in like a Frankenstein way. But you should note, like, he finds this 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 letter, this audio log, if you will, by like prying mm-hmm. open a very specific panel in like this abandoned building, that, like, and that's all happening. And this is what I'm saying, like, it's it's yes. really like, did he know, like, what is the like, how did he know that this note was there? How did he know that thirteen lived there? Because uh, Phantom X, like, he hasn't been back to the world since he was put on the train, and generations have passed since then. Like, they have yes. fast forwarded through a bunch of time, um, which is kind of interesting but like i just don't like I, some of this stuff i just don't get i guess maybe that's why you were saying it was kind of felt feels underdeveloped and it does so yeah yeah i, I just wanted to slow down a little bit like mm-hmm. the first half of this is just people explaining things that we should already know in kind of a conversation while they walk through a city and like i am down for a high dialogue issue of course you know i'm into that but it just it it, it feels a little bit less deft than than grant morrison's work with other you know other artists um after he reads this uh wolverine shows up again he basically just saying like he's been reconnaissancing uh reconnoitering and the uh everyone's dead you know uh like all the uh the aim agents who showed up we talked about them they were dead um all the regular citizens like people are just dead you know weapon 15's been through here uh and everyone is fucked up yep um they're about to move towards uh they're about to move when they realize one aim agent is still alive and he has locked himself into the control room and he activates time, uh, which causes Scott to immediately barf as things become alive around him. Um, yeah, and which I, course, I love. Like, yeah, me too. Yeah, <clears throat> like of course that's got to feel fucking weird. <laughs> yeah, <you know>? like <laughs> there's a there's a bit. I know you don't watch any of this, and I don't I don't recommend that you do either. But all of the CWDC stuff just had their big um, Crisis on Infinite Earths crossover. Um, mm-hmm. And there's a running bit with um, one of the Arrow guys, Dig. Um, and the flash whenever they get together and flash has to like run him somewhere <laughs> he immediately pukes afterwards like every single time mm. <laughs> and I don't, I don't just i don't love that like superpowers having a negative physical effect to just normal fucking people <laughs> like oh god oh yeah like when they introduced yeah. plastic man every time anytime plastic man used his powers for like the first 10 10 episodes everyone would go oh that's so gross <laughs> <laughs> it is super gross man the uh, I, I love uh in uh ecstatics like whenever uh, the team gets teleported, everyone gets sick. Yeah, and then <laughs> like if thing. she gets uh, tired, like she like literally is doing uppers, like popping capsules under her nose to be awake enough to teleport people. It's really great. So, yeah. Um. So time time starting up, and uh, we get a little like mini boss fight with this uh car cop, this whale machine uh thing. Um. And uh, they they get into a fight. Um. And it's you know kind of like a not great action scene, um. In terms of comprehensibility. Yeah, um, I do like the look of the car cop. Um, oh, totally! Like it, it still yeah. looks cool, and it looks cool in action, especially those weird tentacle eyes that it has. But uh, like trying to figure out 
what's happening is really, really difficult. And like Scott is flying and the second panel, the little inset panel Wolverine is like at six, like eight o'clock for some reason. Like, why are you rotating? (laughs) 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 Um, And Uh, it's just really difficult to follow. And then even afterwards, like they, I guess they blew it up. um, And like, there's still just a bunch of like random, like, it really feels like a PS4 all, uh, game, right? Like, doesn't it feel yeah, like yeah, Bloodborne? All, <laughs> it's very cluttered. All-purpose explosions uh, yeah. happening at all. Like, they're just oops all squibs. Um, you know, uh, then what this basically, you know, does is, is Phantom X is like, you could have helped us, uh, you know, Cyclops. And Cyclops is throwing it back at him being snarky. Like, my moment didn't get here yet. And they're, they're continuing to kind of rattle sabers um, with Phantom X dropping the bomb that, like, Hey, you know, the fact that time is going now means weapon 15 is free. Yes. Um, it, Logan apologizes to, uh, to Cyclops. And Cyclops is like, yeah, you didn't do, do anything to get me here. Like, of course you didn't mean to do this. You just got me drunk and kidnapped me and ran me to this weird experimental <laughs> yeah. place. Like you may not have meant yeah. to do this, but you definitely did. Um, and then we get, we finally see uh weapon 15, which I think is maybe the most disappointing d- character design in this entire series. Um, yeah, it's a guy it's a guy uh, he's he's wearing a suit like a leather like a you know weird rubber suit and he's got electricity he's he's got him. um i played that final fantasy 7 remake demo that came out mm-hmm. recently and um i didn't like i've only played that a little bit of the original game and uh and of course i don't really pay attention to a lot but i didn't realize like cloud had little bolts coming out of his like shoulder cover thing mm. and this dude has mm-hmm. the same he this dude is very cloud strife and it's like he's yeah. just got a lot of bolts sticking out for no reason i'm surprised he's, he's not he's wearing super- a belt well, yeah, it's, it's a the, the reason why they drove him insane is because he can't lay down. Like he can only <laughs> lay down flat on his back, but if he goes over on his shoulder, it hurts like hell. Uh, and that would drive anybody mad. They spent generations creating this character, and he evolved to have like knives on his toes, right? Like, I, <laughs> yeah, like I'm he, glad he figured he out that kicking somebody in the balls could be slightly worse with a knife on your boot. Like, good job, he fellas. Does have little little spikes on his feet. What's he gonna do with those? What's he it's gonna what, do it's with what the those? Heath Ledger Joker has? Yeah. Like a fucking uh, X-23. Yeah. Dude, like, uh, do you think, like, looking, because he's got his fist clenched and he's got little bolts coming out, but the bolts look just like his normal fingers. Like, do you think that's just an extra finger oh, on the back of his hand? Like, it sticks up all the time? Man, I hope generations of evolution give us a weird thumb on the back of our hand. <laughs> <laughs> like the selfie thumb. Oh, that you, God. You just oh, use my to, God, like, grip your phone. Thumb. Yeah. What if we yeah. evolve an extra appendage to hold our iPhone better? Like that's going to be what oh. this would be like, right? Like this, 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 this day very bit needs to end. <laughs> <laughs> can't, can't, can't keep this up. But anyway, uh, if I were going to have an extra finger anywhere on my body, ooh. I, I think, uh, what I would like, and, and this is assuming I can't just have, uh, one that just parallel to my regular fingers. Cause that obviously be, you know, pretty, pretty easy to deal with. I think I'd have one like by my toes. Like, what if you had like you know a big toe down there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just and just like a little guy. Yeah, you know, just, just like yeah. one very articulate finger down there. Because like everybody that's ever like used their legs has tried to like pick up something with their toes to various degrees of success. Um, oh yeah. And I used to know people that yeah. would brag about like, oh yeah, I could pick up anything with my toes, and I'm like, that's a weird brag, dog. Like that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's extremely weird. <laughs> um like you should play concert, more nintendo right? yeah <laughs> <laughs> why um but yeah like i think that'd be a good spot or um i guess the hands would be okay or really like i just kind of want another hand like uh, like near my shoulder so i could just like hold oh, yeah. stuff close to my mouth and still use like my two hands for other stuff like if i could hold oh, a burger great. 
up here by my mouth and just take a bite every once in a while while still using my two hands, it'd be great. Like one of those uh, those things that allow you to, to play a harmonica without using your hands? <laughs> yeah, I want to be a one-man the- band, but for food. Does that exist? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A one-man man-witch. One-band man-witch. Yeah, I think it'd be pretty sweet. Even then, though, you couldn't lay on your shoulders, though, because those arms would be in the way. You know? I mean, yeah, but like, I, it's it's like... I'm 40. I'm never comfortable in bed anyway. Like I'm, yeah. my whole body is falling apart. Like I'm okay with that. I, I'm just saying while we're wishing, let's have them retract. Ooh, you know, I don't know, man. Like anything that retracts <laughs> in and out of your body is like immediately 50% weirder. Cause it's just hidden. Stop, stop subtweeting my dick, dude. <laughs> I, I... <laughs> <laughs> i'm just saying you have a weird dick i'm sorry i don't know why they come up before now just saying <laughs> just telling it like it is i'm the bill maher of your dick i, I just like to uh tell the truth oh man <clears throat> uh, just picturing uh like you have the bill maher dick and i have the dennis miller dick and like we should just go on tour together it's oh, <laughs> a horrible tour just like us standing on either side of the stage and then just kind of like dropping our, our dicks onto like a pedestal on each side and then just staying there and letting them exist while we stand with like in tuxedos with our arms crossed between behind our back with our eyes closed everyone tails and stuff every once in a while just looking at each other and ma- making eye contact and just nodding solid like yep yeah, that was a good one not, you got it and then every once in a while the audience just applause but like to outside observers nothing has changed oh no it's coronavirus rules the, the audience is empty we are only doing this for ourselves oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's coronavirus rules <laughs> um, uh, um, well so yes uh, we are introduced to uh weapon 15 and the first thing yep. it, uh, it says is look i have broken the world um and he rolls up yep. on our crew and um he's kind of going through a, an existential crisis on his own like he's he doesn't know if this is real he doesn't know what's real he doesn't know if he's been lied to um but he knows that something is going on and that something weird is happening um yep he he tr- he asked if uh phantom x is real and he like responds like oh we might be neighbors i grew up here and he's like this is all gibberish like we're gonna make a new rule uh new world and uh then it's time to fight and he like electrocutes phantom x essentially yeah I, I love the the line from phantom x where he's like we're doomed he doesn't have a sense of humor <laughs> uh, which, which is really good and he, he zaps him with electricity which is pretty pedestrian for something that's supposed to be the gravest threat that has ever existed yep uh electric powers um but wolverine you know is 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 going a little crazy here you know these big bad mutant killing machines are all the same uh goes into a rage to attack him while cyclops tries to get phantom x up yeah and this is like a, a good example of uh like my problem with this book is this this page of Wolverine attacking Weapon Fifteen because uh, Weapon Fifteen's dialogue and he's basically just standing still while Wolverine's going all berserker on him. He's like, "These new encounters suggest puzzles I must solve, equations of brute force, calculus of conquest, annihilation." Like some interesting stuff of like this dude is attacking me and I have to figure it out. But the art is just kind of like there and okay, and I it doesn't yeah. like all of this action scene stuff just doesn't really work for me very well. It, it feels like a missed opportunity to me because I think it would have been cool. To have, you know, we're, we're being sold on this guy's power if he had just been standing stock still. And then we had just seen Wolverine try a different, a bunch of different attempts to, to attack him and have him be nonplussed. Yeah. The fact that the camera angle keeps changing to kind of show more excitement kind of makes it look a little bit like he's fighting back. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just very hard to tell what's, what's happening. Like, 
it looks like Wolverine's cutting through him, you know, but as we're going to find out, this is all pointless. Like he's Wolverine's not able to hurt him here. Um, you know, so it's, it just, it doesn't, uh, it doesn't communicate what it feels like it's supposed to communicate. And then we, uh, get a weird, like if this were, um, a vision, you know, a, a video thing where it like breaks the, like we switch over to another scene where he electrocutes Wolverine, but now he's on the right instead of on the left. Yeah. So the, the camera is swung around and why? Like it just, it's really disorienting. Yes. Uh, here. Um, I can't remember what that's called. It's like the rule of something, uh, when people do videography, but probably rule yeah, of I don't, thirds, I don't love it. Maybe something like that. So yeah. what is it? Rule of thirds. Is that? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a, the rule of thirds is for composition. Oh, um, this is like the, um, yeah, I don't remember. Somebody's going fucking ape shit. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody's pounding this, knowing, their, their knowing the name of this. Their, their, their dashboard like, right now. Yeah. Uh, uh Zach Handlin. I know, you know, um so uh anywho uh he zaps everybody uh nobody's doing good you know everybody's kind of recovering uh phantom x basically says like you know i'm not so easily hurt because i keep my nervous system outside of his body uh summons eva to uh to go and this is the first time eva's had like a strong personality Mm mm-hmm uh, which is them setting the stage for the last arc of this. But he's like, EVA, take control. And, and EVA is like, I love it when you say that, Phantom X. Um, and uh, EVA takes out the, uh, the AIM agent um, that is in the, the control room. It's not really shown that EVA kills the agent. Uh, but, you know, the agent's no longer, like, laying down after this. Yeah. And learning that Weapon 15 has made it so they cannot stop time again. Yes. And jam the controls. I love that um, this incredibly sophisticated can speed up time, feed genetics directly into the time stream to make mutant sentinels and splice yep. machine and man together is controlled by a fucking washing machine dial. Like, it's, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like, he jammed it by just taking the button and running, right? Like, it's yeah, the he, most ridiculous he smashed thing. it. Yeah, it's, it's, the button still looks like it would work. It's just kind of in bad shape. I don't, I don't know how, like, how these controls can be jammed. He broke it it's like it's a door dumb. switch on a dryer, right? Like, so you can't yeah. start the dryer with the <laughs> door open or something. <laughs> the microwave doesn't shut all the way anymore. Yeah. The world is broken. Um, uh, so Scott's freaking out. You know, if he gets free, like, this is going to be like Genosha, millions dead. Uh, and Scott's like, this is my moment. His powers still aren't working, but he attempts to beat the shit out of uh, Weapon 15 with a pipe. And we get another, like, kind of repeat page, you know? of uh just kind of an action thing and this one is also like breaking whatever that rule is constantly mm-hmm. um it's really hard to kind of keep the blocking straight um in it and it's also like it's 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 a, like a 12 like 12 small panels uh, 12 small squares each a different action shot and weapon 15 is talking through it like target identify mutant like mutant and then he just goes more slugfist default zero more like and i'm like what the fuck are you like what are you trying to get across to me and that more slugfest default zero is definitely some grant morrison-esque fucking like skin sure dialogue yeah or, or tattoo rather or whatever mm-hmm. her name was like zeitgeist i'm ultra cool <laughs> blasted to the nubile you know like that, that, that's grant morrison trying to be cool and uh, uh and like cyclops the interesting thing here and that cyclops calls out is like if you've got all these fancy powers like why are you trying to punch me like this doesn't make any sense and i kind of wish we knew more about why that is because they just kind of brush it off and then like in a little bit we're going to go to space and that's it like we don't talk about yeah, like, what's, yeah. what's behind at weapon 15s and uh stuff anymore which is kind of frustrating so the the we get a little bit about his origins and my my guess and this is something the book should have totally laid out though 
is that like he was made for killing mutants, but we later learned that this guy was basically programmed to be Superman uh, in a way. And he's, this is part of his existential crisis. Like, I think he knows he could kill Scott. He knows he could kill all these people and he's not doing it because he doesn't know what he's, what he's supposed to do. Like the next panel, next page, he's like talking about, there must be more than this. I was born for more than this, you know? And he, he did like, this is small potatoes, I think is the idea. Um, but it doesn't really draw a line under that. Um, he, you know, blasts off up into space. And we get one of my favorite pieces of art in this whole run with him bursting out of the dome. Yes. Um, this is a great, like I would, I would do a poster of this. I love this. Uh, Absolutely. This yeah. This, this is, yeah. this is super great. And like the decision he has to make here, which I also find very like kind of cool is, you know, do yeah. I trust my own intelligence, my own, my own sentience that's telling me there's something outside of the world or do I trust these, these creators that have told me there's nothing but solid rock. And if that's the case, I'm going to smash my, I'm going to smash myself to bits trying to escape. And of course he doesn't, he breaks through this class and he's in the sky. He's in the night sky yeah. and it's just a real gorgeous, like, you know, two page spread. <clears throat> yep. 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 Um, so, uh, Phantom X says it's not too late. Like he had a fail safe Casey broke. Look, we're, we're trying to track him. Um, Scott's taking this really hard cause he, he let somebody get away, you know, and it's going to be cause this genocide. Phantom X has his eye on the prize because basically saying no one's ever been able to find, uh, the center of the weapon plus, uh, system on earth. We know why, because it's in space. Yes. Um, and weapon 15 is flying out. He looks out, he sees a satellite. He says, all of this is mine. And that's the end of the, the issue. Yep. And that's um, it. What I mean, I think we have some problems with that. Like I, my main issue with this arc so far is mostly that I just don't get enough of the history. Like you could, you could have done yeah, yeah. a world mini series that was literally just a documentary and I would be so into it. Like it wouldn't even have to have any villains like leading up to this and I'd be more into it or just, a, a better design for weapon 15. Um, but I, I do remember when I read this the first time getting very excited, like seeing this thing existing in space and being like, Oh shit. Yeah, of course, of course it's in space. I'm like, why, why, yeah, why would anybody yeah. ever look for this shit on earth? <laughs> it's, it's pretty silly. And the, the next issue, the fourth issue is my favorite. Well, the first issue in this run is my favorite. The one where they're just at the bar. That's wonderful. That's, yeah. mm-hmm. I think the, the middle two are a little sloppy. And I think this last one we just did, the thing that's sloppy about it is it has two extended fight scenes, which are like not Chris Piccolo's forte. Um, you know, that, that are not very fun to watch and don't accomplish very much mm-hmm. like them fighting the whale cop and then fighting weapon 15. We don't get a lot of information. Um, it, it's a weird issue where like we spend a lot of time just sitting around talking and just like straight up giving exposition. And then, you know, that's half the issue and it's a little clumsy because we have stuff like phantom X, like prying out the secret panel to find a paper, like a piece of paper, which weapon 13, that gigantic, like brain headed guy wrote with a pencil like you imagine him just like handwriting this fucking thing just remind, um, imagine him having to sharpen the pencil yeah <laughs> <laughs> like why go um do, doing that and then uh we get another fight with weapon 15 where we get a little bit of like tantalizing glimpses of weapon 15 but weapon 15 is gonna die here in, in in an issue yeah uh in a half like we're not we're not weapon 15 is not a character um, so these two middle issues I think are pretty weak. The first one and the fourth one, the one we're doing next time, I think is pretty cool because of the ideas. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, this feels like Grant Morrison, like a rejected vertigo pitch or something to me. Like it feels like something that could be an entire run or an entire like premise for a mini series, not a run. Sure. You know, but the super sentinels like that, they, that they're creating and stuff are very cool to me. Uh, you know, and there are, there are little tantalizing hints that are like pure Grant Morrison goodness in the next issue. Absolutely. And um, 
We'll be back with that in a few days. In the meantime, if you want to mm-hmm. support the show directly, you can go to patreon.com slash TV. A few bucks a month mm-hmm. would be extremely appreciated. It goes into all of our cocaine and hookers budget. Um, Hell yeah. And it, uh, yep. yeah, it pays the bills is what it does. So thank you for each and every one of you that has done that. And uh, if you're considering doing that, check out that link. You can also rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or various other services if you feel like that. Um, Gary, I, we briefly talked about this in text. Is now the time we should ask people for feedback on new X-Men? If you, Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We, we, we're going to do a, a feedback episode. We're going to do like a run on it. Um, hit us up with your thoughts on this run. Yes. Because uh, we we're going to do a wrap-up episode where uh, both we talk about the run kind of like in total, what we liked about it, what we didn't, um, what kind of stuck, what didn't, and stuff in the X-Men as far as we know. You know, neither of us are super up on current X-Men, but we're mildly so. Um, but we also want to hear what you think about it uh so there are usual channels for that um and jeremy knows them yes because i um, i don't do this part of the admin days of future cast.com uh slash contact is the best way to do that uh, you can also i think it's d-o-f-c podcast at gmail.com if you want to email us directly um i try to store all of that stuff so don't hesitate just go ahead don't, you don't have to wait for the end of the season or anything just go ahead and shoot it out now um you can also dm us on twitter which is also dofc podcast you can follow us and talk to us over there as well um and yeah that's pretty much it we'll be back uh next time with the conclusion of assault on weapon plus Plus.